Now Lonnie Finley's his name Vince Eustace is his This is hip-hop And movie news And And that's that's the the way it is Episode 3, bringing you everything from Tinseltown to the Boogie Down The home of the real hip-hop Real spelled R-E-E-L Because the autocorrect on my iPhone 2 is atrocious this is Hip Hop and Movie News Podcast. I'm Vince Eustace. I'm Lonnie Finley. We have Patrick here, as always, and also very special guest. Sorry, sorry. He's an L.A. rapper, got a new album, I Am Love, out now. Give it up to Styles Freely. That's right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Thanks for, thanks My for pleasure. being here. Yeah, pleasure yeah, to have yeah, you here, yeah. dude. Uh, uh, we've been working out on a lot of projects lately. Uh, just have a video out for Beat Killer Intro. Uh, yeah. The Silly video has been yeah. doing really well. Uh, pop a little freestyle out there, five on a freestyle. If you haven't seen it, it's uh, getting a lot of reviews. Oh, yeah, and that's killing them. People are enjoying it, man. Um, you got a lot of things going on right now. Uh, we're going to talk about a few different things today, being the album, being also you as an artist. So let's get kicked off right now. Yeah, yeah. Tell us a little history about you as an artist coming into here and, and what, what it's all about. Yeah, well, you know, I've always been an artist my whole life. You know what I'm saying? Just drumming, growing up, DJing. MCN started, you know, later as far as like the professionalism aspect of it. But I feel like I've always been rapping my whole life because I, I remember like being in a car with my dad and just like rhyming stuff together because it made me laugh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And I would just be stringing like eight bars together of rhyming, not like trying to rap though, you know, just right. because I'm like impressing myself with laughter. And I still remember some of those rhymes, which is so crazy, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I play them sometimes in my head, and I'll, like, try to create schemes based off of those. But it's always been in me. It's just, like, something that, I don't know, I was just very enamored by. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you hear a word, and then you hear a word that rhymes with it perfectly, that shit would just make me go crazy for some reason. Like, oh, my God. And that's at a young age, you know? So now it's just, like, when I'm able to profess that in my own manifestation, it feels very very lovely as far as like just making my life better you know yeah. what i'm saying like it just every day i can feel like i'm creating something that i love so i got into it and it's just been that passion behind it that's kept me going the whole time like i've been rapping for a long time but i really just very got serious with it uh within the last few years you know about six or seven years ago I started putting out this project, but, you know, life happens, as we always say yeah, to each other. Yeah. So um, that got kind of put on the shelf or whatever, which is more recently, you know, working at Soka, one of the homies was like, heard some bars. I was like, yeah, what are you doing with this? And I was just basically like, you're right. I'm about to fucking do some shit with it right now, you know, so. Timing, man. It's like, everything, boom. Man. Here comes the album. Three months later, I put an album out, and, you know, it's doing pretty good on Spotify, iTunes, Napster, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. it's, going, it's going up everywhere. I downloaded it off LimeWire, man, and I got like several viruses, but the album was yeah. fire, so I, I didn't. I didn't now, what, now was it the LimeWire or was it the album? Oh no, the album was fire. Like that didn't that didn't. I'm mess saying up my anymore. my hard drive went up. Oh yeah, and I yeah. think it could have been the fire. But oh, it, it could have been. Could have I used Kazala, yeah. which is just as terrible. Kazala, you don't pay for the no. full thing. Um, uh, just so everyone knows, if you're hearing natural sounds here, we are we are chilling in um, in Styles Freely's backyard. It yes, is, uh, my you know, backyard. for those of the people who cannot see it, man, I just want to give a little like, description here. This man is like an organic farmer. There's there's a garden back here. There are chickens over here. This is an entirely self-sustaining place. Uh, that's one of the things that like really kind of drew me to you as 
uh, person who works with them. I, I you know, I, I'm directing the, the videos we've been working on. It's like you, you got so many things going on. You know, you got the three sons, you got this whole whole life, this, this business. Yeah. And you're still killing it. Like, yeah. for me, like, you still got, like, bars coming. To, and that, that for me was it. I was like, if the lyrics are good, I can work with anything. If you give me somebody who I'm like, I can't get behind their music and what they're saying and what their message is, I mean, I don't want to personally back them as someone I'm working with. Unless, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. the money is there and then I'll be a sellout for whatever, right? Um, Hey, but no, billions seriously. of dollars is billions of dollars. Yeah, exactly, well, right. Or hundreds of dollars. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, being that you have, um, you know, that you come from such a, like, a real place, uh, tell me a little bit about your inspirations, what inspired you, uh, what artists inspired you yeah, to yeah, okay. kind of get where um, you're at. Yeah. Definitely. So, just as far as, like, lyricism and ability and skills are concerned. Not like, I'm not saying, like, oh, they make the best songs and, all of their albums are like the, the shit that I fucking knock every single day. You know what I'm saying? But as far as like bars and just like impressiveness with rapping ability, it's, it's Eminem and Black Thought. And I feel like they're at a tie because statistically, Eminem's sold more records than Black Thought. But Black Thought is like, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. He's yeah. just on a whole different... He's, I don't know. He's with a live band. And Eminem's white, so you can't ever compare them statistically right. just straight up. So yeah. we're going to go off of them being tied for that. Right. Yeah. And yeah. that's where inspiration comes from for me as far as, like, when I fucking write a verse or I don't write. So when I think of some raps or something like that, if I structure my bars, I go, all right, does this impress me as much as any of their shit does? And if it doesn't, you know what I mean, I'll just put it on the shelf. So that's why I have like s such a plethora of bars because I do that a lot and then I'll rap them for the homies and they'll be like, nigga, this shit is fire. I'm like, uh, all right, whatever right. you say. Uh, let me ask this because I've, I've heard that a lot of rappers do this. Like Biggie said he did this, Jay-Z, a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah. you say you don't write, which I, I personally cannot wrap my head around. So, so all right. you just like... You just See, keep them in your head the entire well, time? Well, so, okay, exactly. I don't want people to be like, oh, my God, he's a freestyle king. Like, nah, we're not saying that. So, I don't use any type of writing material. Okay. So, paper or pen or anything like, like that. Like, legit writing down yes, pen and paper. that doesn't right? happen yes. ever. Okay. That never happens. All right. And if it does happen, it happens incorrectly with me. So, that's why I've gravitated to this. Like, you know, I used to write a lot. And even when I did write, I learned that it was harder for me to try to fucking read and rap. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if I wrote it, and still, and I, back to my photographic memory, when I was in school, I used to write my, I have, I have nice penmanship as well. You know, I'm an artist, I draw, I used to write my shit super sloppy, so I would have to remember it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would write something yeah, and not be better. able to recognize it purposely. Like, oh yeah, that's why I remembered it. You know okay. what I mean? So, that developed into this talent that, um, talent or whatever you want to call it, I'll just come up with a, like a scheme, right? Like I'll like a certain type of rhyme scheme, whatever it is, if it's four bars or two bars strung together, but I'll take that and then I just come up with four more bars, you know, and I'll do those three or four times, boom, got them in my head now, like so, that's, that's stored, mm -hmm. you know, so I could just build off of that for forever now because... I have 100% location of where that's at. So as soon as I have that, it's just endless, bro. Gotcha. So like all day long, I'll be at the mall. I have those six bars that I, you know what I mean? And I just 
Like, if something moves me at that time, it, the verse gets finished right then and there. You know what I mean? And, and I can attest to this because, like, we had um, it was the first video we were working on, and I remember saying, like, hey, send me the lyrics yeah, so yeah. I can look at the lyrics and then use that to, like, hear the music but also see certain stuff. And for me, it was like just because I want to make sure I was conveying everything the way that you you, you said it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you were like, "Oh, right, I got to write those down." And I was like, "Like he didn't have them written down yeah, at any yeah. point in time." And the songs it's already been produced. Yeah. But then you know, so I was like, "But I mean, I, I think that process is that I mean that ties you in so much more with what you're doing because it's in there. It's believed. Like you believe it. You don't have to just write it down and remember it. Exactly. There. Yeah. So I also left this part out. So one of the, the main things is like uh, when I'm doing that. Like, when I'm recording, it makes me feel like I'm actually rapping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, if I wrote some sick-ass bars, I can give them to you. Mm. And you can go in there and spit them if I do it first, yeah. right? Like, all right, this is what I want you to do. Yeah. And then you go. But it's like, if I have to if I have to go in my head and do it and make it sound ill and put that steez on it, you know what I mean? All with it out beating, being right there for me to look at it, that, to me, makes me feel like I'm, like, doing something right there on the spot like yeah. I'm rapping right now like you're right. you're getting a recording of me fucking rapping not like oh I wrote a song and you know people helped me write it and now I'm the one that's performing it like no I'm, I'm basically freestyling this shit is hard I'm not gonna say it's like so easy and I do it so comfortably like, it's very hard so like when I one take a track oh my god it's like open up the Don Perignon or something <laughs> which if you haven't seen that again I'm gonna tell you uh, go on Styles Freely's Facebook page it is just you just drop bars and and very impressively so like we were all we were filming this and i'm watching this dude and and the the one take of having all these lyrics in your head like i've done um a ton of plays and acting to the point where i understand having a script in your head and being able to go with it so i get all of that but like these are your words that you're rapping and that you have to stay on beat with and it's just yeah yeah so it feels so so organic it's like On some real shit, I tell people this a lot. It's like some next level spirituality. That's what it feels like, especially when you're freestyling off the top of the head. Oh my god, that's like the best feeling. Now I have a question. Uh, yes. Listen to your album. Enjoyed it a lot. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Noticed that uh, it was just you. There was no features on. Oh yeah. Was that? Oh yeah. Was well, that it's my album? Uh, was that on purpose? Uh-huh. And then second. One hundred percent. And then second part is uh, hypothetically, if you had budget. Do whatever you want and get whoever you wanted featured. Get whatever producers you wanted on like your dream album. Who would you work with? See now, that's kind of hard for me to say, and I don't want to come off sounding like I'm selfish when I say something like this. But I don't like when I'm making a song. I'm not like, oh, such and such would sound dope on this with me. I'm trying to like slay the song like as hard as possible. I got you. Like you know what I mean? Like if somebody wants to call me and we want to do it, that's great. But I'm never, like, in my head, like, some singing sometimes. But I don't really gravitate even towards, like, tracks that need that kind yeah, of melody. Yeah. You know, it's hard body, just, like, message lyrics. So I'm not going to, you know, there's, I don't have the aspiration to do that. I'm yeah. more than welcome and open to all of those kind of ideas, though. There's, that's never, I never one time felt that way. Because also, I don't, I don't know, like, you know, what, what my style would clash like with anybody. Because I, I don't have an open ear to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. somebody listening to it, like, oh, I'm very, like, oh, my God. Like, the shit we did. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I fucking watched it, like, 400 times. And I'm like, because 
there's like 12 more bars at the end of that and I was just like it sounds good here yeah and the 12 bars are like body bag material you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. and it's just like every time I watch the video I like spit those bars and I was just like damn they don't even know that that's there but you know that's just me being you know a lover of this craft so it's all about like I think it's all about like being an artist because like when people paint they don't be like oh I want you to come over and fucking outline and I'll do the shading. You know what I mean? Or like a tattoo artist doesn't have 17 people come in and fucking feature on it. Mm -hmm. It's just like, hey, he does my tasks. There's people that work in the shop with me. Like, you know, I have great producers, people that engineer. It's like, but as far as an MC, that's like, I wish I had a live band to rock with. That's why I love the roots so okay. much. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, as far as MCing goes, nah. See, I, I appreciate that because part of it is like, sometimes you'll be like, this track has like eight guys on it. Each one has like one verse or a half a verse. And then I'm trying to jump to and be like, what's, yeah. the, what's the theme? What's going on here? The and only time that flies is right. Wu-Tang and that's it. Right. And, but they, they still, it still makes it's sense in what they're doing. Too, yeah. But it's a lot. But like to have someone who says like, yo, I'm not really trying to be featured with other people to be whatever, have like these songs on here to just be like, this is me and this is it as an artist. Yeah. Doing stuff. I appreciate that because it's like, it's hard work. And like, exactly. you're not trying to say that working like, with someone isn't work. Perfect example, Renegade. That's Jay-Z's song. People say that Eminem bodied him on his own work. I don't feel like that because they're not the same kind of rapper. But it's like, that's the whole world saying that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, hey, that's your yeah. song. And, you know, it's like you you invited that, which is fine. But it's just like, I don't. I don't want nothing to be a competition yeah. with me. As far and if it is, I want you to be able to play my whole song and be like, Styles Freely's song is way more fire than his shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like, oh, your verse was better than his verse on his own song. That sucks. Like, what's the judgment in that? Like, he didn't come up with the concept of the song. I just fucking invited him on to put a 16 on. Right. Know? And he was trying to make a move because it's a publicity. You know, I got to get out there. So I'm going to come with my hardest material for you. But, you know, that ain't like nothing like that I really think about. It's just I make my own shit. Right. I don't know. That's a lot of ego in the hip-hop business, man. There's people who Exactly. Like, you know, a song does good. Yeah. You start getting paper. It's like, it's my song. You're featured on it. Obviously, I'm supposed to get more paper. Right? Or no. Yeah. And it's like, you know, forget all of that. Um, it reminds me of the uh, Walk It Out uh, with Andre uh, 3000. And whose song is it? Whose actual song is that? I don't. I'm literally. I can't remember who that whose song that is, but his verse on there is more memorable than whoever's original song that is. So whoever can write it and oh, tell yeah, me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who did the walk? Uh, um, exactly. I don't even remember the guy's name. I can't I remember his name I, of the artist I, whose I song it, it was. I, just can't I remember Andre right 2000 was on there and had a dope verse, and I was like, DJ that's Unk. all I. Yeah, DJ Unk. Oh my God, do you remember that? I remember the song. I don't remember. I I forgot him altogether. Exactly. So basically, what I'm saying is that's exactly what it is. But I, I like the idea that you like. You do that on your own, and um, so uh, let's get into a little bit of the album. Uh, uh -huh. Let's talk about um, you Please. know we really want to talk about silly, but like, you want to have some other tracks in there, something whatever. I mean, yeah, we can we can talk about them all. Uh, silly, that was actually you know the single, but that was like I had a, a few beats, and that was the first one that I was like, okay, this is about to make the album fire. You know yeah. what I mean? Like nothing can be less than this here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I was rejecting a lot of tracks. Not rejecting like, oh, don't give me this beat. But I was like putting a lot of stuff behind because it was like, all right, this is super fire. 
Yeah. And I felt that as soon as uh, as soon as Rockwell's he dropped the beat, and it was like we had recorded a couple tracks before that. I think it was recorded uh, Chick Hearn and Vibin' in My Zone, I think. And then uh, I was leaving after we recorded Vibin' in My Zone, and he dropped that. And he was like, I'm not finished with this, but this is where I'm trying to go with it. And as soon as he pressed play, I was like, yep, yep. Yeah. I said it like five times, right? He's like, hold on, it's not even... I'm like, and I keep saying, yep, like, you don't have to tell me nothing yeah. else. This is exactly what I want right here, bro. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's neither here nor there as far as what I think about that song. You know what I'm saying? It's no, like that, but that the, song, by, for the record, is also, for our viewers, it is this week's song oh, of the week. That's, oh, yeah. That's great. It's be, yeah. by Silas Freely. So you guys uh, will get very familiar with that. So yeah. thank you for giving us insight. Oh, on and the, uh, the video is, is out there, too. Again, you can find it on uh, Stops for the YouTube page and Facebook, and uh, we'll have it on our page, too. Um, yeah. But, so in the video, you know, there's the idea of, like... The rappers who have like the cue cards and oh, have yeah. things presented to them and are like the studio rappers. We talked in depth about the studio rapper, the idea of putting someone together who's going to sell a lot of records and has uh, various problems with the law and this and that. Yeah, and yeah. talk about women and cars and money and this and that. And so you kind of respond to that. So like we, we go back and forth in the show because we, we have different views of like, not necessarily us, but where hip hop is and where hip hop was. And so the whole old school versus young, new school thing, like which is like, it's the same situation. It doesn't need to be a thing, but it still is. So, what is your message in, in Silly? What are you? What is part of what is going on? That so day? basically, you know, the hook. I'm basically saying when I'm like, <coughs> I'm sorry, smoking this whole thing by myself. You, know? no, you want to hit it? Oh, sure. Sorry, I wasn't sharing earlier. But so when I'm saying like everybody's silly obviously we know what that means right yeah i just want the milli no vanilli that's me saying i want the money not the white stuff so obviously we know what that means yeah. you know what i mean can't nobody fuck with me like my grandmama's chili that's just a fact that's just a fact with the bars like hey this is real that's correct you know what i'm saying and then I put it on for my city. So I was like, it's basically me saying, everybody that raps except for maybe five people sucks terribly. And this is a song that I like to listen to. So if you want to fuck with it, thank you for listening. You know what I'm saying? And people have said that. And they get the message. It's about lyricism. To me, that's what it's about for rapping. It's about lyricism, making music. Because, alright, one of my other influences, Elzai. From Slum Village. Ridiculous MC. Crazy. You know what I mean? But I'll never really be slapping his songs like that. I'm going to be in the car like, okay, you know, like when I want to hear some bars and shit, I'll put on that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's like, music-wise, you got to be able to bring, you have to, when people say dumb it down, Ill Bill said this shit the best. You got to talk to everybody. You can't just be like, like me. I'm an MC. I'm a backpacker. I'm lit, lit, but I can't be like, Flippity dippity strippity clippity flippity lippity. I can't just do that because I'm only gonna have certain people bumping that. Right. Only. You know what I mean? I gotta present those kind of structures and setups and bars in a way to where motherfuckers that ain't even checking for that still vibing. Like, oh damn, what is this? But then you listen again 
Like, I'll start off the song, bro. It's easily a rap. Steve's immediately smacking. This the one for all the people never thinking it would happen. Name one rapper that start off a fucking song with a multi-syllable that stretches for six bars. In a in a in your fucking single, you like know some, what I'm about, some people have like two, they, they've said three words in the amount of time that you just finished that, and, you and, and it's words of nothing with nothing. And those nothing are all behind facts it. right there. And those are and those have like a beat behind it that you can bump to, and they're on a tour somewhere and, then, and they're though, putting out. But then though, know. the whole first sixteen is that same rhyme scheme all the way to the end. You feel me? Yeah. And it's like, come on, who's even checking for that these days? Yeah. For one. So it's like, I don't even care. And still, people still love it. So that's yeah. the whole point. It's like, who could do that? And then you can still bump it. Like, damn. I didn't even, people probably listening to me right like, I didn't even realize that. You did it. Because why would you? You know right. what I mean? Like, nobody else is rapping the same scheme, a whole verse in a, in a mainstream song. Not happening. And that you can still put on and be like, let's say, for example, you don't want to listen to what's going on right now. You can still bump it and be like, okay, cool. All right, good. Because you know some people out there legitimately uh, don't I don't want to hear someone saying something that they have to like open and actually listen to. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like what their, th- their thought process is not like I want to learn something today or grow in some way. It's like just put something on where I can You just put something on that I could put on that slap it. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. It's like but on the real, you know, excuse me. I have those moments when I'm at work doing whatever. I don't like so the thing is I try to tell people I, I'm trying to bridge the gap between Young Jeezy and Common. Young Jeezy can rap. He's not for everybody. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like, okay, corporate America, play this in the office. When the boss walks down, he might recite a lyric. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, I can only play Young Jeezy when I'm at the gym or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, Common. I'm not trying to listen to Common in the club at any time. Like, I love Common. He's in my top ten, but I'm never, ever trying to be in a party establishment trying to listen to Common. I would love to, but it's just like that's not where the message is being conveyed. So it's like, you know, I'm trying to bridge that gap, bro. And I'm trying to bring, you feel me? That's actually a great, like, idea when I think about really what I'm listening to when I hear your music. Because I remember when we first talked about this, I listened to the whole album. I was like, it's it's where I'm listening, but also I'm moving. And, you, and yeah. like Roxwell's, uh, oh, those beats are crazy. Like his beats are fire, beats man. Are that's crazy. like, I, it's just, I'm waiting for that's some more, it. bro. Where the beats are at? fire. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I I applaud that. I think that that's that's part of the thing where it just it sounds good, and everything now has to sound good. Like melodically, it has to be something where like oh, yeah. I, it has to sound oh, good before I even you care what to, you're saying. You now. have to instantly right. grab me with the sound, or I'm fucking going to the. And next that's everybody thing. right now because they're like, why am I listening to it? Like you come up, you come up with something great, expect something like I'm much, just not. It's too much out there, yeah. bro. You right. have to grab right away. Right. Exactly. That's why, like most of my stuff, unless the beat is just like super crazy, I'm spitting right away. Like let me at least let you know the bars is here, so yeah. you don't go to the next song. You feel me? Like trying to wait and see if you're really fucking with the beat or not. So I, I find myself doing sometimes when I'm listening to something and you know, yeah. you're like mm-hmm. waiting. You're like, is this? Bro, if no. the intro to the beat sucks and I'm not feeling it at all, yeah. even if it's not the real beat, I'm going to the next song before I even give it a full chance. Like, yeah, that's true. oh yeah, I'm not really feeling that. I do that too. Boom. You feel me? And that's when when I'm selecting beats for my own shit. Yeah, I'm I was like, cool, oh man. yeah, nope. Like, um, non-GMO life, bro, I actually didn't even like that beat at all at first. And then I actually listening to it, like, oh, this is, this is a nice beat. Yeah. You know, it's just, you gotta, you gotta be a different type of person if you gonna it. But, yeah, that's just what that's, it is. Uh, that's, um, 
I mean, it's just interesting. I, I like hearing that, that someone who I actually enjoy listening to and do work with, like, has that idea about hip hop because it's something where I think it's a little bit missing right now. And, yeah. you know, we're trying to bring back that thing of actual, what is it, rapidity rap? Like, we're rap, trying to bring the rapidity rap. rappers back, you know what I mean? Where someone's like, oh, it's just, you know, we're, yeah. people are not listening to what's going on. And you see these people coming out here, and these people are making millions, these rappers, or whatever yeah. they're called right now. And they're delivering messages where you're like, not only is it, it's not like you can say the nines were like, oh, this oh, is no, trash. A lot of it is just right. Like, but it used whoa. to be where they were like, oh, this is trash, but people were actually delivering messages. Now it's just actual trash stuff. Before you were like, it was a, it was a different generation, a different culture, not understanding what these rappers were saying. And yeah. they were saying it's trash, but they were like, no, they're talking about where they're from in their life. But now it actually has become actual garbage. Well, because it's, it's, so, it's, so, it's so oversaturated, it's just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And it's never going to unbecome that. Yeah. So you got to just try to oversaturate it with motherfuckers like me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because it's, it's at a point of no return as far as you can... You can put your own music out with nobody doing anything. Nobody can stop you from doing it. Right. Like, oh. I want to put out a song where I'm just saying, nigga, 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 The whole time, I could do it right tonight and I could upload it. If you get a million views, if you get a million views, they're going to sign me. They're going to sign you. Right away. Now, so we we appreciate all the, you know, the detail about the album. We definitely want to promote that and so the video of the week is going to be silly that's the video and the song of the week uh but since we have you on here and yeah, we're, we're uh we're about that hip-hop and that movie news um we're going to try and go into the movie side we know you're you know yeah, i'm sorry i'm dragging it no, so yeah man this is you know this is, how I do this it, is this is but uh vince if you want to kick so off with this this was a questionnaire created by the esteemed patrick pierre that we call the pierre questionnaire I and see we where asked, that came from yes now. so we ask uh all, like everyone in music that yeah. we interview this, these questions so starting off with what was the first movie you saw in the theater so you want it's really funny Boys in the Hood okay yeah my, my older cousin shout out to Newt he uh he was a teenager you know and it's, obviously it's when, right, right when it came out we were living in LA and he snuck me over there, took me in the theater, and I was like, I think I was like five years old. I can't remember how old exactly, but I just remember that it was like, as soon as it started, I was so scared. Like, wow, <laughs> this is crazy. You know what I mean? It was like so loud. I didn't know what was going on. Right. And I was like trying to act cool because, you know what I mean? I'm with my older cousin, yeah. but I was like, what the hell is going on right now? It's an intense first time experience. Yeah. It it was, and, and like living in LA too for me, like that would just be a crazy perspective, like being in the place where this is taking place. Yeah. Like, Okay, just yeah. down the street for you. No, yeah, yeah. It was, it was like living in Baltimore while the wire was on TV. I was like, <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, all right, no. all right. No, it was weird, but you know, it was fun. <laughs> it wasn't like nothing bad happened. So, what were the uh, what are the top five favorite movies of all time for you? So, all time list, I can't put it in order. That's fine, but for sure, Requiem for a Dream. Okay. Goodfellas. Okay. Blow. All right. Training Day. And so, just because we're putting top five all time, I feel like I have to have like something from everywhere. And I'm gonna put Hostel in there only because it's very ridiculous, like as far as gore goes. And if you're gonna have like a horror film, I want I want to be I, I don't want to watch like your Achilles getting split open because yeah. I can just feel that going down the back of my leg. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like yes, you gotta go for it if you're gonna do it. 
But that's the top five if we had to do it. Yeah. Uh, you have a favorite actor or actress, like someone who's like when they put something out, you're like, oh, I'm definitely gonna see that. Um, not right now, as far as like, oh, I'm definitely gonna see that because you know I got three kids. And yeah. We don't see nothing. Um, as far as like favorite actor of all time, it would be either Denzel or Don Cheadle. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Because versatility, obviously, that's why I mentioned both of those guys. Yeah. So, and that's just how I feel. Now, you mentioned that because of the kids, you don't get to see yeah, yeah. movies. It doesn't have to be movies in theaters, but what was the last movie you so saw? So, we redboxed um, uh, Green Book okay. like two weeks ago. Patrick just saw I that. Just, yeah, just I was that. loving it, bro, but, you know, I can't stay awake. Like, I'm done. So. <laughs> I, I, I saw almost all of it. The parts you were conscious for. No, I saw it all. It just, I just missed the ending, you know okay. what I mean? But I loved it. It was a good movie. I, I understood why it, it won over Black Klansmen mm-hmm. as far as being best movie yeah. you know what I'm saying but uh, it was a good movie uh, name one movie that mm-hmm. you hated um, Human Centipede yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> that movie is fucking horrible oh, to see that. it's so horrible Ooh. and that's the thing though cause like if you watch it and, and I watched it before I saw it way before it was a thing like it blew up and people were like somebody I knew that was like in the movies found it a long time ago, bro, back in, like, I don't know, like right when it first came out. It was, we watched the whole thing, and I was just like, there's nothing, there's no reason to watch this after you see the first person's mouth get sewn to the other person's ass. Like, after you see that, you should just turn the movie off. Yeah. How, how, that's, that's, how have so many people watched That's the hook. That's, the, that's what you You're like, right there. Okay, I'm done. Not seeing that. You I know? don't yeah. need to see anything else after that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm finished there. Uh, if you could collaborate with any actor or actress for anything, uh, who and why? Uh, my wife's right there, so I'm not going to say my real answer. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, let's see. That's a good one. Um... Probably Denzel, because I know yeah. the movie would be great, for sure. Like, yeah. you know, he's never put out a movie, it, on any level, he's never put out a movie where I was just like, damn, that sucks. Yeah, no. And there's, think... there's other great actors where I feel that way, very, yeah. very yeah, extremely. Yeah, a bit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. And, and people have tried to put out movies where Denzel's in it, and like they like Try to make, it, make it suck, yeah, like your Virtuosity. Over. They tried. Virtuosity. The, you can't do They're it, like, bro. even still. I'm Equalizer like, 2. You can't do it. I love Equalizer 2. Right, but it's still, it still like has, it lacks certain things in the quality but of what a movie should have. But you'll never say it's trash. No, because you still got Denzel just being like, you know, okay, like super smooth. It's like, yeah. If you were stuck on a desert island, yes, you could only watch one movie forever. What movie would it be? Now it doesn't have to be like constant, like uh, on top. But just like if there's only one movie you could watch for the rest of your life that has like that constant repeat watching you ability. Probably The Lion King. Okay. Because yeah, you know you can't get bored with it because they have all that sad stuff, but. Yeah. All the music. It's like, hey, at least yeah. you can. You're stuck on a desert island. This will make you feel good while you're yeah, watching yeah. it. Yeah. So you know. Oh, good choice. Yeah. And how do you how do you feel about the new live action Lion King coming out? Um, I've never really been a fan of that kind of thing because I just feel like that's like my my creative button started going more towards the lacking area. Yeah. Because now I'm just recreating stuff. Yeah. Because the Lion King was a great cartoon. Cartoons are great. Cartoons have a purpose. They don't need to be made into live action. That's the reason why you didn't do that the first time. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, 
you, you wouldn't take the, the Rugrats and make that into a live action movie. They note would to, try. Note to self, pitch live action Rugrats <laughs> to Nickelodeon Please Studios. do not. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, but how horrible would that be? Yeah, no, I just saw a that was, that was already made, though. That was called Look Who's Talking. Yeah. And that was a great movie. And that was good as it is, because you, you know. Exactly, but yeah. you couldn't make that a cartoon, right? No. Exactly, no. see? That's why. But it's not to say, it's not to say you couldn't, because people will constantly do what brings in, what they think will bring in money. You shouldn't, because people are going to do whatever they don't want. Yeah. Like, I saw the trailer for uh, Aladdin, and Will Smith as a genie scares me a little bit. It oh, scares yeah, oh, me no, a it little is. bit. It's crazy. He, they might blue, pull, it's crazy. That's the only one they might pull off. They might pull it off. No, I'm just saying, but seeing him blue scared me a little. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. I was like, I was like, if a child That's saw this. That's another great movie, Aladdin. I can't wait to show that to myself. Yeah. All right, so that uh, we come to the end of the questionnaire uh -huh. in the interview. Uh, so the last part of the questionnaire is any last words, any promo you want to do in terms of um, businesses or album that you would like to yeah. reiterate? So my album, I Am Love, all platforms. Please go cop that iTunes preferably. You know what I'm saying? Just to keep that paper flowing in nicely. But I don't care where you grab it at, just as long as you do. Mess with me on the YouTube, Styles Freely. Instagram, Styles Freely. It's all easy. Just look for me if you want to fuck with it. Also, um, first love yourself. That's what that means right there. That's all you got to do. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Styles Freely. Thank you so much. You know that. Uh, so the big movie news this week was finally Disney and Fox they they, they got their merger done so yeah. so it's crazy I mean Disney owns just about everything uh, they now have the rights to the Fox Marvel characters which is what I'm really excited about right the the Deadpool the X Men yeah yeah. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four, which has never really been done well. I think Marvel could do it really well. Like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe could conceivably do it well. Right. Not as an origin story, just have them start, oh, we already have our powers, we're fighting crime, we're doing stuff, just go right into it. And everyone will probably be fine with it if they saw a better quality product. Uh, the thing for me, which I don't want to like, you know, I like to throw in there, is you, you just mentioned it, Disney owns everything, and there's not enough people who are scared. Like, not enough of us are scared. <laughs> that Disney owns everything because you know we used to have a thing when I was a kid where they had like these like anti-monopoly things where you would try to have a company not fully uh, be in charge of everything and Disney puts out stuff that we enjoy watching so everyone's okay with it but like Disney owns Fox now Disney owns ESPN the ABC like they own what don't they own right now well technically speaking if you think about it Disney does own this show Sure. And I'm, I'm just saying, I would like to suck up to Disney right now with a little song I wrote. It's called H-I-P, H-O-P-O-M-I-V-I-E News. I misspelled it wrong, but it's okay. Don't fire me, Mickey Mouse. Wow. That's what that's what we use to suck up? That's, yes. Okay. All that's, right. We need to get in good Disney? now. We need to get in good now. As you heard it here first, we are willing to sell ourselves for whatever, to be a part of your legion, your legion of uh, boom. Yeah, and you get discounts at Disneyland because because they have Monopoly, they know everyone's going to keep going there, they keep jacking up the prices. I mean, ticket that's holders, what I'm saying. Trying to keep the SoCal people from not going there. I get like, it. You want more money. But you have enough money. Just be nice. Knock the price down a little bit. Fox has always been a company that generally tries to push the edge in certain envelopes, and especially when it has to be like you know TV shows or some of the content or the purchasing of SmackDown, right? You yeah. know what I mean. So now, since they purchased SmackDown, 
does Disney own part of WWE now? I would love if there was a WWE theme park at Disneyland. Can you imagine, though, if they tried to get WWE? I don't think that would be a good thing. I think that part of them owning certain stuff is good, but I think you should be wary of them owning everything. They said, they said Deadpool's going to be rated R, no matter what, across the board, which I'm happy about. Disney rated R or like rated R rated R? Rated R rated R. Okay. Like Con Air rated R. Con Air okay. was technically Disney, right? I think so. Yeah, that was very, I mean, you know, it's just, it's just a different level of stuff where I'm like, you know, it, maybe all the cocaine's turned to weed now. Maybe all those cocaine jokes are now weed jokes. That's what works. Does it? One you can one you can get that's not actually a drug. One is like cocaine. It's like I'm saying, like that is same Deadpool, just slightly. Oh, I, I get for Deadpool. Yeah, you know no, what I'm saying? Cocaine jokes. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like in general. No, I'm just, like no, weed jokes still work. No, I'm saying for that character to have be like, oh, I'm gonna blow cocaine in my face, yeah, and now being like weed, you're like, ooh, it's just slightly less. It's more. So I don't want I want Disney to like. We purchased this, so we're getting all the money from it. We're allowing certain things, but we're not going to step on anyone's toes. Yes. You know, that's what I'm saying, Disney. You can have everything. You can own the world. Don't step on everyone's toes. That's all I'm saying. Let some people do their thing. Vincent Manning, um, you know, hey, he doesn't care about the mouse. He does care about the mouse, but, you know. So, he always wanted to be Walt Disney. That's awesome, man. That's awesome that they got that. I think it's, hey, you know. Just the amount of content that's going to come out is going to be potentially good. I know they're firing a lot of people right now, but <laughs> whatever. We're sorry. We if you've lost your job because of this Disney Fox merger, I actually you probably get a nice severance. Yeah. You know what? You're fine. Yeah, you, you got to do it for the art. Yeah, do it for the art. Appreciate it. Uh, speaking of the art, you and I both saw a movie this weekend. Yes. Jordan Peele's new horror uh, opus, Us. Us, which when you say us, you should do it in quotations because people are not sure if you're texting them if you're talking about us as in you and them or us the movie or the United States of America or the United States of America all have been confused through text message so when you're saying you're seeing us use quotes so it just uh, if you've seen the trailer we don't want to give too much away it's about a family uh, who is stalked by their doppelgangers and it's very mysterious uh, very scary uh, what were your thoughts on the movie? Um, let me see so first of all I'm going to be real because I think like, that's what this is. It's about being real. R-E-E-L and yes. the other way. Um, I thought the movie was overhyped. I thought it was overhyped. The whole 100% of Rotten Tomatoes, I was like... The, I saw something that said, scariest horror movie of all time. Pump your brakes on that for me. Because for me, I'm going to be honest with you, it falls into a thriller. It's a suspense thriller. The horror aspect is there because of what we call horror and certain style of what it is. But... Um, is it scary? I don't know that it's scary in the sense that it's like there are themes and elements which might scare some people, but it's uh, for me it was a thriller where it looked more of like um, like a class system, like understanding class systems of people and what that was representing. Uh, I did enjoy it, I, and, and this is part where I just can't overlook it, like the music and the, and the way the music was tied in, the way it was scored, that added to the intensity for me and why I feel like it had this like cringe suspense feeling to it where it was like on that that realm i don't know if it was the scariest horror movie i'd seen and i think people should go in knowing that because for me if i'm a horror movie fan i which i am i'm a diehard horror movie fan uh i i just i love the genre it's one of my favorite genres of all time i just love it but it, there were parts where i was like i'm not scared as much as i am I'm, I'm, that tension is raised. Yes. You know, so that's my, my thing. Uh, I, 
did not think it was super scary. Uh, I saw it with my wife, Marissa. She just gets scared a lot, so she was literally jumping out of her seat at certain moments, like, like little pop-up moments. Uh, you're right, the tension that was built, I thought was very good. Uh, there are moments where, especially seen in the theater, like where everyone's kind of murmuring and talking, like, oh, don't do that, don't do that, it, like, it worked for that. Uh, after seeing the movie, I will admit, I wasn't underwhelmed, but I was kind of like, oh, that was good. Uh, but I don't think it was great. However, the more I read up on it, because I couldn't get it out of my brain. I kept like just like reading stuff about it and thinking about scenes and replaying it and replaying it. And it got better the more I thought about it. It's a movie I definitely want to watch again. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like Jordan Peele has proven that he knows what he's doing behind the camera. And I, uh, the more I look at certain scenes, I felt like everything was, there was like no wasted movement. Like every scene meant something, every shot meant something. And it's kind of like the Arrested Development show where you have to sort of go back and find new things where I, the more I think about it, the more I enjoyed it. Uh, the acting was great from top to bottom. Uh, it wasn't a perfect movie. It definitely had its flaws, and I, I don't want to ruin anything at the end, but it's a movie that has stuck with me since I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely you know, think it, it should be watched by people, and I think there's different themes, and I, I'm, I'm planning to go see it because I want to be able to like take another approach from it. But, uh, and this is why I like, don't like to see reviews and trailers too much, because sometimes it gives away things where I'd rather have witnessed within the full context of the movie. Um, but there's like definitely people like for me I I if you know who Tim Heidecker is I think like he for me is like one of the best parts of the movie and I love everything yeah, he's doing I love everything he's doing and I love and and and, and both and, and I just love everything he's doing and I think that um, there's certain character things in there which I I, I I just I would love to have been there and see how everything was directed and worked well so yeah so if I had to give it like I'm going in the. I mean, I feel like the, the black actor in me wants to say give it like three, three stubs. You know what I mean? But I'm gonna have to go with like a two right now, like a solid two. So I also was torn between two and three ticket stubs. Uh, and again, I think just me personally, it is. A lot of people compare it to Get, Get Out because of Jordan Peele. Don't compare it to Get Out. They're different movies. If you think it's gonna be anything like Get Out, you're gonna be disappointed. But it's still very good. And uh, I might change my mind on this, but. For now, just how it's been instilled in my brain, I'm actually going to give it... God, I'm on the fence. I'm going to give it three. I'm going to give it three. I wasn't originally going to give it three. I was going to give it two. But the more I think about it, just like the brilliant stuff... And I think we can talk about this later because I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it. But there's we can go in-depth talking about this. And there's just so much stuff that was, I think, just brilliant about this movie. Uh, So, yeah, definitely check it out. Uh, we are coming towards the end of the show. Uh, today in hip-hop history, or this week in hip-hop history, from March 18th to the 24th. Uh, on March 18th, Queen Latifah was born a pioneer uh, for women rappers, which I feel is appropriate during the end of Women's Month. Uh, also a movies as well, Academy Award-nominated actress. The movie Wild Style was released in 1983, the first ever hip-hop movie. Uh, the Far Side released Pass Me By in 1993, which is a classic. Uh, March 21st, one of my favorite producers, DJ Premier, was born in 1966. He set the entire tone and sound for the golden age of hip-hop. Trina released her debut album, The Baddest Bitch, in 2000. Also, a little nod to Women's History Month. 
Uh, March 22nd, the soundtrack for the film Above the Rim was released in 1994, one of the greatest movie soundtracks of all time, yeah, great if I do say so yeah. myself. I had that. Uh, Fife Dog, unfortunately, passed away in 2016 on March 22nd as well. Uh, rest in peace, Fife Dog. Uh, then in, on March 24th, Cannabis released his single Second Round KO against LL Cool J, establishing himself as a premier rapper. He didn't quite... Uh, work on that. You know, he kind of fizzled, but that was an all-time classic. And then 50 Cent on 2000 was stabbed in the back outside Hit Factory Studio in New York while he was beefing with Ja Rule and Murder, Inc., setting off their entire feud that would define the 2000s. But I would have define the 2000s. <laughs> it happened in the 2000s. The early 2000s. It yeah. did change. Like, like the, the, the 2000s was sounding like Ja Rule and Murder, Inc., and then 50 Cent came in and shifted things yes. for the time being. Yeah. Uh, so that does it for this week. Uh, hope you enjoyed yeah. uh, our interview with Styles Freely. Check out his album "I Am Love" on all platforms, and also go see us. We really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and uh, we appreciate it. You know, I mean, it's getting more fun every week, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's good time. You know, yeah, pop, pop movies. So I'm Vince Eustace. I'm Lonnie Finley. Got Patrick Pierre, and so just chill for the next episode.